Hey guys, welcome back to the Anglo New South African Fishing Report. This is your KZN report on the 8th of June 2022. And guys, I am pleased to report that it has been another exciting week on the KZN coastline. With the Silver Shoals making their appearance again this week, the offshore fishing producing good fish on the game side as well as on the bottom end, and our rock and surf has produced a variety of species from various facets of angling, including scratching, spinning, as well as big game fishing. As for the freshwater, well, that has been a little bit slow, but there has been some bigger fish in between. So all in all, guys, it's going to be a very exciting show. We've got the latest news from all our correspondents throughout the KZN coastline. But before we kick it off, special thanks to our sponsors of the show, the Kingfisher. Daiwa is proud to introduce the next generation of BG spinning reels, the Daiwa BGNQ. Thanks to their new one-piece monocoque aluminium body, they're lighter, stronger, and with even more torque. Sizes 6,000 to 20,000 cover every aspect of saltwater fishing. From spinning lures off the beach to winching in giant sharks and throwing lures offshore at big game. The new design makes it more rigid and distortion-proof, increasing water resistance. Gears are larger and more durable thanks to DigiGear technology, extending their gear life. Daiwa, feel alive. So, okay, Zeren, as always, let's kick off the show down the south coast, starting off with our areas from Port Edward, Ramsgate, Margate, Yuvongo, Shirley Beach, and Port Shepston. Well, guys, the fishing has been absolutely fantastic, according to our reporters. They claim that the sea is like a tabletop, absolutely flat, very clean, and the fish are on the bite. So there has been reports of kingfish. Shad is absolutely crazy at the moment, morning and evening, especially off the Margate Pier, as well as your other species coming out, which are your bream and rockfish species. That's on your rock and surf side. As for the offshore end, there has been reports of tuna, lots of bottom fish, including slingers, Scotsmen, Englishmen, and rubberlips. And to elaborate on the offshore fishing, I have got my friend Jan, who runs a charter down at Chile Beach, and this is his report of what's been going on on the offshore side. Good evening, fellow anglers. It is Jan from Lucky Sands at Chile uh, Beach. Uh, the fishing's been fairly well. Uh, the tuners have returned now, and uh, quite a few tuners have come out, especially on uh, Monday, Tuesday. Uh, the weather has been a bit adverse today, but the boats will be going again tomorrow. Good bottom fish has been caught, nice size captain finds, even some uh, catface rock rods. And uh, yeah, the sharks have been there, but not as much as they were before. So the fishing is actually looking very, very good. Enjoy the fishing, and even over the weekend, we'll report again next week. Thank you so much for that, Jan. I'm glad to hear the fishing is good on all fronts down the south coast. Especially with the tax man taking a bit of a break. I guess his belly is pretty full at the moment. Now moving on to Scottborough, Rocky Bay and Pennington. Well guys, once again, the fishing has been reported to be absolutely fantastic. The reports of Stumpy, Salmon, Cave Bass, Bronze Bream and plenty of Carantine and Blacktail has been the targeted species for the week. And as of this morning, Thursday the 7th, Scottborough Point and Katisak has reported 
a lot of shared activity. So certainly the shared run is out there at the moment. Now moving on down to your Manson Tote and Warner Beach. As always, we've got Gary from the Kingfisher Warner Beach with this week's fishing report. Afternoon, chaps. It's uh, Gary here at the Kingfisher Warner Beach. Uh, yeah, there was some action with the sardines, especially at Tote, uh, Yellowtail Kingies and uh, Ignoblius and some Garrick. Winkle has been quiet. A couple of shed, literally, and a garrick here, one here, one there. Along the beaches, it's been very quiet, uh, from blue skates. Lots of these little spinner sharks uh, grabbing the live baits, and the odd shad here and, here and there. But uh, let's just see how it all pans out. There have been some pressure around the odd one here and there, and probably more would be coming out if chaps are trying for them. Yeah, let's see. Let's, let's see what happens in the next week or so. I've been saying that for a month or so now, but let's see on the spot when some sods come in. It's uh, been very quiet along our stretch. Uh, lots of carers and that. I feel like going and getting some, a uh, couple of dozen, having a fry up, I'll be honest with you. But uh, let's see what happens in the next week or so. Thank you so much for that, Gary. Yeah, a little bit quiet, but still some fish to be on the bite if we are putting the effort out there. Now, moving on into Durban with Mike V with this week's latest fishing report. How's it, my bud? Um, yeah, there's been a couple nets of sods that poked their head up again. Um, some nice edibles came out yesterday. A couple Garrick and a snook. Um, they got one lovely net uh, yesterday and the day before. Otherwise, quite a few bronze blooms, some good sized ones, some nice shad as well. Um, I saw a pick of one that must have gone at least six kilos. It was lovely. And there's a lot of cob. I saw one of the paddle skiers had uh, two nice uh, doggers in his hatch. He got one in the morning and then he went back later. He got one in the afternoon. Oh yes, the tunny, there have been a couple big tunny around. Uh, some snook. Bottoms, again, rock cod, things like that on the ski boats. Durban Bay has been producing some lovely grunter again. Um, I saw some pics of some lovely GTs, a three, four kilo size on the ultralight. Great fun. Um, yeah, and that's about it, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for that, Mike. Always great to hear from you. And another person that's great to hear from is Brad of Linsky Charters. So here is Brad with the offshore fishing report for Durban and surrounding areas. Well, good morning, guys. Uh, yeah, Brad here from Linsky Fishing Charter. Well, the fishing over the last couple of weeks with the Durban area on the ski boat sessions. Guys, the water has been pretty darn good this last couple of weeks. Um, uh, nice and flat, not much wind. And yeah, the Gilbeck and the doggers and the winter fish have definitely started to arrive with more abundance. Um, there's still a couple of tuna around the floaty area in the shallower shallower section, um, snook popping up every now and again, different places, but yeah guys, um, it's getting the time of year where the night fishing definitely helps, or early morning for the tailback and the doggers and the deep weeks. The guys, tight lines. Thank you so much for that Brad, you absolute legend, fantastic. So guys, it seems as though the Durban fishing is certainly really good at the moment. We really don't have to travel too far to get those fish or a variety of species. Whether we're fishing rock and surf, the harbor or offshore. 
Now, talking about offshore fishing and the keelback fishing, we've got Jesse from the Kingfisher Bolito, and this is another fabulous report where Jesse has got some great tips, some great advice, some good conservation news, as well as an unnatural stumpy season. So, this is Jesse from Kingfisher Bolito with this week's report. Good evening, Vinesh and listeners. Hope everybody's doing well. And um, hope everybody's been a part of the decent fishing that we've had over the last week. Um, it was a, a heck of a mixed bag of fish that we saw coming out. Anything from, you know, uh, one or two Garrick uh, through to Stumpies, Pompano, Shad, Bronze Bream, Cobb, you name it, um, as far as the surf goes. Um, and then on the boat, they had a little bit of action as well with, um, with the Dogger and the Hillback. If the guys... Um, if, if anybody wants to go bottom fishing it hasn't slowed down one bit so you know um Dargo and Hillback definitely on the bite all of the charter boats have been doing really well um in my opinion probably a little bit too well and um you know i think the guys just need to be mindful of how many fish they take um when they are this easy to catch um how they are now uh, you, you can get a little bit carried away and you know, when you're fishing quite deep for some of those fish, uh, what happens is they, they tend to suffer from barotrauma and you'll see that in a lot of photos, certain fish have their swim bladders coming out their mouth. People think it's a tongue. It's not a tongue. It's a swim bladder that's inflated and it doesn't have anywhere to go but out the, out the throat. And that's why you see a lot of the hillback actually have the swim bladder um, inflated in its mouth. <coughs> once, once it's reached that, you can do what they call fizzing which is basically sticking a hypodermic needle into the swim bladder and releasing the, the air. The problem is, it, it, as you can imagine, that takes quite a while to heal. It's not just an overnight thing to heal, that little uh, needle prick. Um, and it does make quite a big hole. So the problem is these fish now have to, even if they, if they have leveled their oxygen um, and their, their air levels in their swim bladder now, to survive so that it's not detrimental to their health in other words um, by that pressure releasing the 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 problem is they cannot now um, uh, um, kind of neutralize their buoyancy they can't their swim bladder is ineffective because it's got a hole in it so if they need to go down to pressure and release all of the air it's fine but if they need to come a little bit higher up increase the volume of air in their swim bladder what happens is they just can't, you know, they, 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 it produces that air and they just can't, it keeps on bu bubbling out. Um, and it bubbles out internally. So that's quite a big problem with the fish. So a lot of people say that you can fizz a fish. Um, uh, statistically, it's, it's ineffective and it's got a high mortality rate. So definitely take a look at doing something other than fizzing. Um, what a lot of the guys down in the Transcar do with those big... Um, Sternbrus and Big Cracker um, that they want to release is they'll put a, an upside down debarbed hook into the fish's mouth with a sinker tied underneath it and then you'll then tie your line from one of your fishing rods to the bend in the hook and drop that right down to the bottom when it gets to the bottom you just start reeling and because the hook is debarbed it lifts out of the fish's uh, jaw and you can wind your sinker back to the surface. And what that does is because of the pressure, um, 
the pressure now uh, neutralizing again, it's, the pressure is increased. It forces the air in that swim bladder to actually compress again and get back to normal size. So that fish hasn't actually suffered, um, you know, detrimental damage to that swim bladder. So <clears throat> the reason why I started talking about this is because a lot of the guys don't realize if they're going out there and catching and releasing, catching and releasing, even if they are sticking to their limits, um, I, I don't suggest it at all because I'd say as, as much as 95% of the fish that do get released again actually um, suffer, you know, fatal uh, damage uh, during the catch and release process. So stick to your, your limits or less, please guys. Um, it's, a, it's a suffering fish species and um, there isn't anything we can really do about it besides limit our catching. So that's as far as Hilbeck and Daga goes. And then um, on the boat, one or two tuna, a couple of snook, uh, mainly in the northern regions again. Um, you know, anything north of kind of the Sheffield area. And then one or two in the Durban area, you know, at um, Blue Lagoon. But apart from that, ski boat hasn't been that busy. And then going on to rock and surf, there had been a heck of a lot of catches of smaller inedible species, like your milkies, a couple of greys, some spinners. Um, all smaller species, so fun again, same as the last couple of weeks, but they're just in, in numbers now. Um, even the, the beginners that have been going out and um, just throwing for, you know, for some fun, have been catching a few, so and that's good fun for anybody. And then um, one or two bigger sharks in the mix, but not too much to report back on them. <clears throat> and then as far as edibles go, as I mentioned, we've seen a lot of... Um, Pompano, Stumpies, um, Bronze Bream, all of that type of stuff, and then a couple of brusher as well. Um, but I'd say that the the star of the week, um, and it's becoming a bit of a trend, has been the Stumpies. A, a lot of guys are catching Stumpies from the surf, and um, I can't explain it, but it's, it's an unnatural season. We haven't had one this good in a long time. So... Um, Stumpy is definitely the way forward if you want to catch a slightly bigger edible and then as far as your baits for that go uh, Sardine Head has always been one of my personal favorites and having suggested that to a couple of my customers they've um, reported back positively so definitely Sardine Head, uh, Octopus Tentacle will work, Muscle Baits work um, all of that, uh, all of your natural rock baits um, do work and then you obviously catch one or two as bycatch fishing for brown bream on prawns and um, I've been quite lucky with the with brusher and stumpies um, in the Westbrook area over the years uh, fishing with prawn for brown bream so don't write off a prawn as a bait for them either and then um, going a little bit south the, the water hasn't seemed to clear a heck of a lot um, spear fishermen are still struggling uh, guys that are fishing shallow on the boats are struggling. It's just um, it's taking a little bit longer than expected to clear. But um, let's hope that it does come right sooner than later. Um, and if it does stay dirty all the way through to our December, um, uh, you know, summer species uh, season, I think it's going to be quite beneficial to shark fishing. But that's basically as far as it goes. If it does continue to be this dirty, got a feeling we're going to have a slightly slower edibles season uh, coming up this summer. So yeah, guys, good luck. Catch some fish. Thank you so much for that, Jesse. As always, another great fishing report, as well as some good uh, advice on the keelback bladders and fizzing. Wow. 
So guys, that is our report for the Lower Null Coast. Now moving on up to Richards Bay, where we've got a report where the fishing once again has been pretty good. Sea is looking good, shaping up to be absolutely fantastic for the weekend. And with this past week's catches being a mixed bag of fishing, which included Pompano, Snook, Kuta, a lot of species of the bottom fishing, this weekend is shaping up to be absolutely fantastic. And we must report that last week, Richards Bay has posted their 21 species bonanza and the catches were absolutely epic. And for the first time in its history, a rock and surf angler has won the competition with a pompano. So guys, other fish that came out on the weekend were soldiers, lanterns, rockards, as well as a few other offshore species. But once again, Richards Bay producing Pompano on another level. Now moving on up to St. Lucia and Cape Vital where we've got our correspondent, Mr. Jeff Ashwood with this week's fishing report. Hi there, Benesh and all your listeners. This is Jeff from St. Lucia, Fat Bike Fishing. Uh, the deep sea fishing is uh, a little bit on and off at the moment. Uh, they had sporadic days of snook. Uh, there's been the odd wahoo and uh, the tuna. Other, probably the main catch of the day. Uh, there have been quite a bit of red eyes around, so the guys have been getting some good live bait. But one of the challenges that we're having at the moment is so much shad around that the shad are chying the, the red eyes before <laughs> the bigger fish can get to them. Yeah, that's our report for this week. Tight lines, everybody. Thank you so much for that, Jeff. Yes, well, as we can see, the fishing has been on and off, but there has still been some bending rods, so nothing too much to complain about. Now, guys, that rounds off our saltwater fishing report for KZN for the week. What about the freshwater? Well, who better to deliver it than Jan from Kingfisher, Peter Maritzburg. Hi, Jan Karabal from Kingfisher, Maritzburg. So, after two weeks of iffy fishing, to say the least, the weather has improved, or should I say rather stabilized, and the fishing has taken right back off again. Some great fish has been reported from the Midlands, so let's get stuck into it. Winter is of course primarily trout still water season, and members of the Natal Fly Fishers Club have been hard at work, quote unquote, that is if you can call it that. Prior to the weather settling, conditions were pleasant enough, but the fish weren't amenable and weren't playing the game. And I suspect some underlying processes were still at work from the previous fronts, just enough to stymie even the best fly anglers efforts. This week's returns however, paint a much better picture, with fish back in the pot again, the smallest fish being reported in the 43 to 48 centimeter bracket, that is 17 to 19 inches, and the largest fish just shy of 60 centimeters, 23 and a half inches. Some cracking fish coming out of the NFFC still waters. While on the topic of the Natal Fly Fishers Club, I think I mentioned previously that the club turned 50 this year. And by the time of this report next week, we will have had our 50th AGM. So a big happy birthday and congratulations to the NFFC. Long may you run. Back to the weather. And the Norwegians have the weather forecast looking stable right for the weekend, which is great news for those fly anglers taking part in leg three of the top Corporate Trophy Challenge which takes place in the waters around Nottingham Boat this coming weekend. Having made the finals myself in leg one, I will be heading up for the opening proceedings and then the prize giving on the weekend. But more importantly, just really to cast the BDI on any fellow, fellow competitors making through, as we will be seeing them in the finals again, which take place in the first week in August. The biggest fish so far in this year's event has stretched the tape to some 62 centimeters, 24 and a half inches of trout coming out in leg one, with leg two producing a fish of 60 centimeters, 23 and a half inches. And as they say, there be monsters in them waters. And if the fish continue to be on the feed as they seem to be currently, I think we might just see that tape stretched just a little bit more this coming weekend. 
seems that last weekend's fishing tips were, were well received. So, so here with a few more from stuff that I learned over fishing three events over the last month or so. First and foremost, look for the fish. That is, spot and find fish before randomly start chucking a line. Trout in winter tend to favor shallow areas, spillways and other areas with open rock and shale beds, and of course, rocky dam walls, which generally tend to have fish cruising up and down. With the winter's clearer waters, it's much more fun to be casting a line at, at sighted fish than just throwing blindly into dirty water. Fish the top water first, especially if fishing early morning around sunrise. Fish will still be close to the surface and in the shallows from the night's darkness before moving off. Then, float tube later. When the sun gets up, the fish will move off the banks that you are pounding, and now it's time to get him, get into a boat and go and get him offshore. Fourthly, use the hang, which is also known as inducing a take. At the end of your retrieve, stop for a short period and let the fly line settle and the fly subside, and then lift the fly vertically in the water column. If, there's, if there is a fish following or in the nearby vicinity, the prey will now appear to be escaping and you may just get a take right at the death as you're about to pull a fly out of the water. Lastly, fish where the fish are. It sounds obvious, but coming back full circle to point one, where you see the fish is where the fish are. So if you catch a fish in an area where there are rises, don't abandon that area immediately, there will be more. Stick around and throw that line. On the bass side, the social media tends to be rather quiet. All I see is lots of wishing for summer and warmer water, but no mention of catches. Word from the water, or that is shall I say, rather whispers, quiet whispers, is that Midmar continues to fish well, but again, there's no pictures and no proof from socials. I think the guys are playing it on the lowdown, so get out there. After an early flurry of activity, it's much the same unfortunately for the yellowfish and the carp anglers, I don't see any bragging reports of fish to be seen on the social media. So, it would seem that everybody's off the trout this winter, so get out there, Stop by the Kingfisher in Maritzburg for the best in tackle advice and come and throw a line. See you next week. Thank you so much for that, Jan. Yes, it certainly appears as though the bass anglers are keeping their cards close to them and not sharing too many secrets. However, we shall persevere. And yes, congratulations to the NFC on your 50th milestone. Jan, all the best to you fishing the finals for the, this weekend. And more importantly, a huge thank you because those tips that you shared with that trout fishing for this winter season is certainly something that is truly valuable to us. Well, guys, that brings us to the end of this week's show. This is your KZN report. It looks like KZN is fishing absolutely really great at the moment. So the school holiday is still going on. Us having a little bit more flexible time. Why not go and wet a line? The sardines are about. The variety of species are about. Whether you're fishing rock and surf, offshore or inland, there is certainly something to be caught. And with that being said and running off the show... As always, keep your fishing area tidy, respect the bag limits, and fish for the future. Guys, special thanks to the Kingfisher for making the show possible. We could not do this without them, and more so, we could not do this without the expert correspondence from their stores. So guys, always make sure to support those that support you, and in this case, the Kingfisher. This show is proudly brought to you by the Kingfisher. The Kingfisher has stores in Durban, Warner Beach, Balito, Kloof, and Peter Maritzburg.